All right, thank you for joining us. Our show today, Immune System Boosters, Avoiding Chronic Disease Naturally. As I often say, your best defense against today's or tomorrow's global health threats is a strong immune system. Yet too many people remain uninformed about the best ways to prevent illness and defeat diseases like autoimmune disorders, cancer, heart disease, and the looming threat of superbugs, which are actually on pace to be more deadly than any other health condition you can imagine. Bottom line, it's time to get the immune system what it really needs to protect our health. Scientifically speaking, we know what it takes to be healthy and strong. Unfortunately, conventional medicine is fully controlled by the pharmaceutical industry, and that model of sick care doesn't allow for enough discussion between patients and doctors about how to stay healthy and avoid the need for toxic medications. So today, on the Natural Health 365 podcast, we'll reveal the best immune system definition you've ever heard. And not only that, you'll learn about the immune system response and what that means for your health. We'll also talk about delayed hypersensitivities, the best immune system boosters for a healthy life, plus much more. Please join me in welcoming Dr. Russell Jaffe to our show. Dr. Jaffe, it's great to have you. Welcome. Thanks for inviting me. Okay, so Dr. Jaffe, let's just jump right into it. Why do you say we need to rethink health? Let's start with that. Well, rethink health is a concept over the last 30 years that's been developed through the Health Studies Collegium Foundation with the help of other leaders in uh, the future of American medicine. Because, as you correctly said, if we continue to spend ever more and feel ever worse, as John Knowles said many years ago, and we call that health care, where is the health part of health care? As Senator Tom Harkin often said, America has the most expensive and effective sick care system while we continue to look for a cost-effective, outcome-effective health care system. So, yes, rethink health means look at the causes, not just the consequences. Look at the molecular basis for ill and good health. Get the bad stuff out and the good stuff in for each individual in proportion to their needs. I know it makes a lot of sense for everybody listening. Just between you and me, Dr. Jaffe, I mean, do you think that conventional medicine will ever turn their ship around, or is it unreasonable to even expect that, you know, before we get into the immune response and what that means, I mean... Yes, Jonathan, in regard to that, I had 8,000 hours of training. Only four out of 8,000 hours were devoted to lifestyle and nutrition, and most of that I didn't learn much from. So it's really, I think, unfair to expect today's MD, DO, even MD, DC health professionals who are educated to make a diagnosis based on symptoms and apply therapies to reduce the intensity of the symptoms. I and colleagues like myself, who are holistic, integrative, comprehensive in approach, we gave up on the downstream treatment of disease because we found it so effective to prevent people from falling into the river of disease using health promotion, using things that evoke human healing responses, 
using what I said before about getting the good stuff in, the essential good stuff in, and the bad stuff out, chaperoned out, safely removed. Um, and frankly, I think it's unfair to ask a professional a question that they don't know the answer to because the three hardest words for most of my colleagues to say is, I don't know. It's very well said. It's true. You know, there's a lot of ego there. There's a lot of business. There's a lot of politics involved. So it's important that we took care of that first, Dr. Jaffe. So why don't we just talk a little bit for a few minutes about the immune response? What does that mean, you know? Well, we do now know a good deal that we didn't know even 10, 20, 30 years ago. When we say the immune system, what we mean is the immune defense and repair and anti-cancer system. So your immune system is supposed to defend you from any foreign invaders. Foreign invaders can come in through air or through digestion or through the skin. Your immune system is supposed to recognize and neutralize foreign invaders and still have the capacity, the resilience, to be able to renew you, especially when you get restorative sleep. And since everyone makes cancer cells every day, it's really important to have your innate anti-cancer mechanism tuned up, able to identify, and by a mechanism called apoptosis, which is a fancy way of saying programmed cell death, take the abnormal cells, identify them, and eliminate them. So we have innate anti-cancer capacities. We have the ability to repair and evoke healing responses. But too many of us, for whatever reason, have too much defense work burdening our immune defense and repair. We have repair deficits called inflammation. We have self-attacking conditions called autoimmune conditions, of which there's now over a 1,000 different names for different self-attacking autoimmune conditions. And colleagues like myself, want to look at what is sensitizing and burdening the immune responses, what are the essential protective nutrients that are needed, what is the toxic burden that the individual has, how do you reduce the bad stuff, how do you increase the good stuff in proportion to their lifestyle and the season of their life and the environment in which they live, because it turns out there's a lot we can do to reduce our exposure to the bad stuff, to increase our exposure to the good stuff, through diet, through good hydration, through uh, really effective and safer supplementation. And I just want to put in a footnote that I came as a skeptic to what I'm advocating today. I did not learn this when I was on the senior staff of the National Institutes of Health. I learned it in parallel. I learned it because I wanted to, my parents to live long and well. I, I, I learned it because I had children who had challenges, and I'm glad to say that those challenges turned into opportunities. Um, so I have empathy for my colleagues and for everyone who's confused out there, because most of us were trained in the 20th century, and we're now firmly in the 21st century, where the toxic burden is higher and the available uh, essential nutrients, the protective nutrients, are in less supply. So we really need to change and do a makeover, very often starting at our front door, including our kitchen, our bedroom, uh, and, and maybe even our rec room. It's so well said, Dr. Jaffe. I mean, it's important to highlight how important the immune system really is and its response and taking care of it. We need to focus on things like you just said. What a great opportunity also. I always like to give a little shout out to those who are conventionally trained in the healthcare system. This is a tremendous opportunity where you could really turn people on. But of course, 
They would have to get into it personally. They would have to make this a priority one, learn more about it, experience more of it on their own, how to do natural therapies for themselves, what that feels like, and then turn on those people who they come in contact with every single day. I mean, we all have cancer cells. People get cancer. People don't get cancer. It's all about the immune system. There's Lyme disease. People get bit by a tick or an infection they get exposed to. Some people get sick. Some people don't. I mean, what's going on here? It's the immune system. So why don't we just keep things moving so we have a lot of things to cover. Let's talk a little bit about delayed hypersensitivities. What's going on there? Well, when we say allergies or hypersensitivities, most people, most professionals think of the immediate response, what we today call the IgE response or the histaminic response, which means you get stung by the bee or you bite into the strawberry and within seconds, immediate reactions happen and swelling or more occurs. It turns out the immune system has three more aspects that are delayed. This means from the time you get exposed until you express the problem or the symptoms can be three hours to three weeks. These are technically called Arthur's reactions, Schwarzman reactions, serum sickness reactions, immune complex reactions, T-cell reactions. And what my lab specializes in today is accurate, reproducible measurement of all the delayed hypersensitivities, whether those are B-cell, which are conventional antibody-related. And by the way, antibodies can be helpful or harmful, but the cell culture distinguishes the harmful ones that you need to avoid from the helpful ones that you don't need to avoid. And then we also include the immune complexes and the T cells. And you may have heard about Th1 or T cell reactions. They turn out to be more important than even the antibody reactions. And you can measure them all concurrently in a single mixed cell culture with less than 3% variance, which means very good reproducibility. And we've got now over 80,000 cases in our database We've done over 25 million cell cultures, um, and we're ready for the world to benefit from being tolerant, having a healthier digestion, so you can eat the foods you can digest, assimilate, and eliminate without immune burden or riling up the immune system. You use nature, nurture, and wholeness as your guide, and you look to those who have successfully made the transition into the 21st century who actually talk from their experience, not from their book learning or from their book reporting. Um, because from my point of view, the reason that my team has been somewhat successful is because we live this way, we study this way, we apply this way, and we publish the evidence that this is a path to a sustainable and survivable 21st century. I hope by now a lot of people listening to this know that you are not just shooting from the hip. You're not just, it's not conjecture here. You're not just guessing and speculating. This is something that you know of personally, which is what I think is so great. Every healthcare provider should be speaking their own truth, meaning what they experience, what they personally know. But then, of course, you have to put it to task. Is it working clinically? Do we have evidence? Do we have something we can really tangibly see? I don't think there's anything wrong with having that kind of blend and expectation about 
what someone should be doing personally as a professional, and also, of course, what we should expect if we were, God forbid, patients, you know? Like, we want to know what can work, what can't. I'm going to try something. Is it working? Isn't it? We should be able to test it, measure it, experience something, make a difference. So let's just jump right into it now. Talk a little bit, Dr. Jaffe, about what improves the ability of the immune system to do what it's supposed to do by design. Well, by design, we are supposed to be able to repair through our entire lifespan, which by design is 120 years or so. My principal teachers lived much more than 100 years, um, despite having had uh, background uh, challenges and toxin exposures earlier in their lives. So, yes, it is possible to live well, long, and happy in the 21st century, as long as you're taking in the foods that are as healthy as possible. This means as fresh, organic, and biodynamic as possible. We belong to a CSA. We know the farmer, and when the farmer puts food on our table, we're even happier to eat it than if I went to the whole food store and got something labeled organic from who knows where. So today, you've got to be a very uh, savvy consumer. Um, My experience is that you should live in a place you enjoy. You should have relationships that add life to years and years to life. My friend Ashley Montague advocated dancing for a half a day, an hour, not, not half a day, half an hour every day. And sometimes he danced with his wife and sometimes he danced alone, but it helped him preserve his cerebellum, his coordination, his new brain sprouting of nerves, which can happen when you're in a healthy immune repair mode, not immune defense mode, when you have enough of the essential protective antioxidants and buffering minerals, when you have a hormone balance that says renew and repair as opposed to a hormone balance that says, oh, my God, the sky might fall. We really can't do anything today. And the technical definition of that is when the cortisol goes up and the DHEA does not. You can measure these hormones today in the saliva. You can do other tests in the urine. They're less invasive. Some of the things do require blood testing. But today you can determine whether you are resilient and repairing yourself or whether you are burdened and in imbalance, digestive, metabolic, detoxification, imbalance. Um, You can make self-assessments of simple things like your transit time. From From the time you swallow the food until that food comes out the other end, how long does it take? It should be 12 to 18 hours. When I have roast beets at night, I expect to see red in the commode in the morning. But I'll tell you, after all these years, when I first see the red in the morning, my first thought is never, oh, I had beets last night. So we do this with charcoal to measure the transit time. And then you can measure your urine pH to see if you need more magnesium and essential minerals. You can do a C-cleanse to find out how much oxidative burden you have so that you have enough antioxidant protection in nature's preferred ascorbate, which is 100% L-form, fully buffered and reduced. And you can even measure your hydration status by pinching the back of your palm and seeing how quickly the skin relaxes. And it should relax to flat as fast as you can say one one, one, one thousand, one second. So these are self-assessments that you can do that we recommend folks do for themselves to find out if they're in the healthy resilience zone, say with transit time or urine pH 
or ascorbate need, antioxidant need, or hydration status. And almost always people find that they could be better because it turns out the typical transit time for an American today eating an American diet is five to seven days. And that allows for a lot of what I would call toxic matter to build up and be absorbed in your intestines. So you could be regular, but what comes out is from last week rather than from last night. So we do know the physiologic assessments that people can do for just a few dollars each that allow them to know whether in that category they can consider themselves healthier or in that category do they have opportunity to improve. And if you need opportunities to improve, we can give you that guidance, that information, that inspiration, as long as you're willing to put in the effort, the perspiration. Yeah, and that's that's exactly it. I mean, without the effort, nothing's going to change. And I think a lot of people who are listening, they know whether they feel okay or not. But I think it's a little too general a way of thinking about things, especially after listening to you, Dr. Jaffe, to assume, well, I have all these health issues that I'm dealing with. I really don't feel well. I'll just change my diet, and that's all I have to do. Or uh, I'll just take one vitamin and that should do it for my brain or my energy. And it's not to put those things down. I'm sure you understand where I'm coming from. A good diet, very important. Organic, chemical-free, go to the farmer's market. We get it. Eat more plant-based nutrition, which already gives you more water so that you're well hydrated. A lot of these things are common sense. But if you're doing those things initially and you still don't feel well, Maybe it's EMF pollution in your bedroom. You're too much on your wireless devices. There's a really toxic relationship in your life. I mean, there's so many other things to be realistic and say, wait a minute. Maybe there's something else, just one other thing that is huge that you're not dealing with. We at the Health Science Collegium Foundation have a free online ebook called The Joy of Living the Alkaline Way that includes and addresses every one of the topics you just raised. So, for example, right now we're talking in an environment where I have very fast Internet, but this is my R&D center, which is where I happen to live, and when I go through a door going into the back, there is no Wi-Fi signal. There is no device in my bedroom. I take salt and soda baths and do abdominal breathing and use green dichromatic lights and active meditation before I get in bed. Then I stretch for five minutes, and then I drift off, and I tend at this point to remember my dreams. And so I'm in the morning kind of reflecting on my dreams while I do another five minutes of stretching. And then when I get in the shower, I do another five minutes of stretching. So if you're willing to invest 20 to 30 minutes a day in surviving the 21st century, then please download and follow what's in The Joy of Living the Alkaline Way. So let's jump into a little bit more of obviously a very important topic, Dr. Jaffe, the importance of digestion, elimination, the whole idea of, you know, that whole thing and how important it is without stressing out the immune system as a whole. I think that's a biggie, right? We eat fast food and this and that. And I think that goes back to what you were saying before. It can be very distracting and draining to the immune system, which then those opportunistic infections can take hold and really cause a lot of harm. So talk about this a little bit, all right? Well, what I say from the positive point of view is eat whole foods that you can digest and assimilate, that you can eliminate without immune burden, which means without 
increasing the defense burden in your immune defense and repair system. And then in addition, because we're in the 21st century, you need the stress-releasing essential nutrients, antioxidants such as ascorbate and polyphenolics. You need buffering minerals such as magnesium and zinc. You need to have uncontaminated water and food. It's possible, but you have to go out of your way to get it. And to me, this is investing in your survival. This is not uh, doing something that is, uh, shall I say, elective or dilettantish. In my own life, we live this way. We have lived this way for decades. My father was supposed to die young, and we had him till 90, and he completely recovered from a stroke at 83. We had Bonte till 110, despite an unbelievably uh, uh, stressful early life. And so it is possible, if you're careful, to eat and supplement, to drink, that is, be well hydrated. And just as a footnote, if you have any adult beverages, you add a glass of water per adult beverage. You should not take artificially sweetened. You're sweet enough as you are. You should exclude simple sugar but have lots of complex carbs. The diet that I eat is about 60% complex carbs, 20% from fat, whole food fat. Not We don't use edible oils in our diet. We cook with wine or broth or water or in a tagine so that you can reduce the harmful calories, the empty calories, with healthy calories. Now, for most of us, it's a transition. If we were on a video link, I would show you the books that are in our kitchen about how to stay healthy, how to not spend a lot of time but get a lot of value from the whole foods that you want to take. So if folks, for example, want a traditionally anti-cancer food, it's called a curry, green, red, or yellow. Another traditional health-promoting anti-cancer food turns out to be chili with lots of ginger or garlic or other high-sulfur foods in them. So I recommend having these several times a week. It improves your digestion. It improves your transit time, the time from consumption to elimination, and it makes you feel better. And by the way, it's a less expensive rather than more expensive way of eating because you're eating low on the food chain. Now, I do recommend eating as healthy and as low on the food chain as you can of foods that you can digest and assimilate without riling up your immune system. But having said that, every once in a while, my body says to me, I want a fish. And then I go and get a fish that's still got an eye that hasn't clouded over because it's never been frozen. It was line caught, and I do pay a little premium for it, but that fish every once in a while seems to nourish me So I don't have the diet for everyone, but I am very sure that we are taking in too much of empty calories, and we need to be taking in more of quality calories, the ones that we can really digest, take into us, and get out of us, while we actually detoxify from whatever burden the environment or our prior exposures has left with us. And that means being good to your liver and your spleen and your kidneys, as well as your heart and your brains, both the gut and the central brains are in constant communion, constant conversation, and we can learn to be more stress-resilient or we can be at the mercy of distress. I prefer to learn how to be resilient and benefit from the challenges of my life, seeing them as opportunities 
rather than as dangerous. A lot to unpack there, Dr. Jaffe. I'm sure I'm not telling you something uh, that's surprising, but, you know, a couple things maybe to address. You know, there's keto, there's high fat, there's this anti-carbohydrate type movement. Give me a little take on that for a moment. And also just to unpack the idea of olive oil, coconut oil. A lot of people in our audience going, wow, this is good fat. So avocados, they obviously know in walnuts too, but... Address the oil situation and also the idea of people talking about how carbs are no good and you've got to have proteins and fats and all of that. Yes. Uh, in regard to the issue of should you be, quote, keto, which means lots of fat, lots of protein, very little carb, my colleague at Yale, Dr. David Katz, has just written an elegant review article pointing out how much of a disaster it is if people are serious about following a ketogenic diet. And if you do ketogenic light, then I think you're fooling yourself, and that's kind of silly. If you want to survive, if you want to have healthy insulin function, if you want to have healthy repair in your immune system, if you want to have neurohormonal balance, then frankly, you need to have 60% of your diet from complex carbs, 20% from fat, and 20% from protein, and you get your fat from whole foods, seeds and nuts, and, and, and an occasional avocado, but seeds and nuts will provide you protected, healthy fats, whereas once you isolate the oil from the source, rancidity, oxidation, intoxication, processing become your enemies, not your friends. So, yes, it is a makeover. It is not the typical American diet, but the typical American diet induces an extra 1 million deaths a year at high cost and with lots of suffering, and I choose to be in a different category called the one who might be dancing at 120, wanting my friends with me, so please join me. Now, with regard to um, the fads, the bright, shiny objects that appear every year or so in a book about the magic diet, there is no magic diet, but there are traditional diets that I have studied all over the globe that lead to the longest lives, happiest people, and from the Greek Mediterranean diet to the traditional Japanese diet to a variety of others, what they have in common is very different actual foods, but in common they have 60% from complex carbs, no added simple carbs, no added simple sugar, you're sweet enough as you are, 20% from fat from whole foods, and 20% of protein, which is mostly in the, in, in the basic foods you eat. For example, you can make an avocado hummus. So you put chickpeas in a blender with an avocado. You can add a few drops of balsamic vinegar or a squeeze of lime if you want. Put in some sea salt, some Celtic sea salt that has lots of different minerals in it, a little fresh ground black pepper. And that is enough as a dip at dinner if you want. Or you can, after you make it, you can throw in some fruit to get some, for example, dark berries like blueberries, dark berries, are health-promoting, uh, cardiovascular health-promoting, anti-cancer, and we need to take in more fruits and vegetables that are whole and uncontaminated and less of things that are processed. The processing of food has led to a packaged goods industry that really doesn't even think of itself as a provider of foods. They provide packaged goods. And I'm telling you in my home and in my recommendations, you don't need package. It's expensive and it pollutes, aside from everything else, and it causes less 
quality in the product. So we get whole foods. We prepare them easily and quickly. Um, and, 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 and we enjoy eating them with friends and, and, and then sharing, you know, in the joy of living, just relaxing either around the table or we happen to have a medicine wheel here where you can put a fire and enjoy the outdoors or just taking a walk together, you know, here in the woods. Um, we can choose to live well and long. We can choose to die young and with suffering. It is a choice. It's not an easy one, but it is a choice. And although it does sound very overwhelming when someone's new to this, they're suffering, their energy levels, they don't feel well, they're living life habitually a certain way. And it's, I'm not saying it judgmentally. It's just the truth. We all have our, our habits and our ways. It can seem overwhelming, but everything you're really describing about trying to incorporate more whole foods, better relationships, a more peaceful, uh, lacking an EMF pollution type home environment, at least in the bedroom. You know, you just take it one piece at a time. It's actually, it can be enjoyable, right? Like you say, it's a choice about how overwhelmed you choose to be or, hey, this is fun. Project number one, the bedroom. Project number two, the kitchen. You know what I mean. Well, no, you're exactly right. Too many people today are in survival mode they're in the mode of going from feeling bad to worse, and they end up feeling helpless and hopeless. They often have spent a fair amount of resources to get very little benefit from the conventional uh, system uh, because what they have is not what the conventional system can really manage very well. Uh, so just by way of, of, of bringing it all together, one step at a time, let nature, nurture, and wholeness be your guides. You might want to download The Joy of Living the Alkaline Way and apply it. And just as you said, Jonathan, we can choose to shift from survival mode to what we could call the mode in which we thrive, thrival mode, that is high-level wellness. That's being well enough to be resistant and resilient. When I get exposed to toxins or pathogens, my body recycles them before they do harm. And we can actually measure that in the lab, and I'm enough of a lab scientist to be speaking from experience, not from someone else's report. It is possible in the 21st century to choose life, to choose being well, even if we have slipped down the slope into illness or ill health or just mystery situations. Um, my work, as you know, to some large extent, is working with people who have untreatable mystery conditions where you can't even make the diagnosis, let alone understand what the issue is. And we have such remarkable successes that we have a now national to global presence for those who want to restore immune defense and repair tolerance, for those who want neurochemical balance, for those who want healthy digestion and metabolism, for those who want to be able to get the bad stuff out and know how much of the good stuff to take in. Dr. Jaffe, do you do these, uh, I guess it's called telemedicine, which is becoming more popular? Do you coach people online? Do you have to see them, you know, in case people are curious? No, thank you for asking. Uh, no, my work is to do research and document what other doctors can then apply and then to teach them how to apply it, you know, with some capability. So I do have a team of health coaches who trains health professionals nationally, and, and basically if if they can answer the question or if they can solve the issue, they do, and they do a great job. 
And if somebody asks a question that nobody else can answer, that one comes to me. So I don't have a private practice. I don't do any telemedicine. I coach doctors in how to do telemedicine properly. There are ways of doing it correctly, and, and I mean both um, forensically and medically and legally, but I do coach doctors in how to do it properly. Uh, but I myself have actually never had a private practice. I've always had the privilege of teaching other doctors how to be better doctors, and uh, that's, that's meaningful work for me. And so if people wanted to get a copy as we close out the program of the Alkaline Way Guide, where should they go? Well, they can look up my name, Russell Jaffe, and just put in Alkaline Way, and it will come up in several different forms and places. Technically, it's called The Joy of Living the Alkaline Way, and if you enter that text into any browser, it will come up. Um, and these are free ebooks uh, that are meant to provide you the guidance, the information, and inspiration so that you will know how to take action for your particular needs and situation. And we will have a link on our podcast page at Natural Health 365 for this podcast. You just scroll down and you'll see a link that'll take you right to it. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast and want to say thanks, I've got a great way for you to tell us and to keep your immune system healthy and strong at the same time. Head over to the naturalhealth365store.com and check out some of our many high-quality nutritional supplements in our store. You'll love it, and we really appreciate your support. Dr. Jaffe, that was a great show. Thanks for being with us. Do you have any final words for our audience? Perseverance. Perseverance furthers. Uh, by that, I mean that what you said before, Jonathan, is something that I have learned and, and advocate for others, which is if you're feeling as if you have no hope, but you can, you can move forward in some small but meaningful way, do it. Martin Luther King used to say, keep moving, don't ever stop. The, the I Ching, one of the classics of Chinese medicine, says, perseverance furthers success. So know even if it feels like you're in the valley of the shadow of death, that you can come through that, gain from that experience, and be a more whole, empathetic, and effective human being, even if that means composting some of the past. Right on. I always say, Dr. Jaffe, in all my emails and everything I'm communicating, the point is really simple. Let's go. No complaining. Let's go. Okay, that's all for today, but we'll have a great show for you. Many more coming soon. Thanks again for being with us. Talk to you soon. Take care.